Welcome to The Money Diaries. I am your host, Nicole Ayub, and I am the founder of Wall Street Girl Next Door. Here at The Money Diaries, we are going to be untangling the emotional relationship we have with our money and having an intimate conversation about the sides of money we never talk about. We will be diving into fear, shame, money wounds, habits, behaviors, and how we can heal them to have a beautiful and healthy relationship with our money. Here we go. Welcome back to The Money Diaries. On this episode, we are going to be talking about different aspects of financial health. So we're going to be talking about fear and shame and goals and why it's so important to track your spending. So I want to first start with fear because I feel fear is one of those things that people can think that they might not have around their money or their finances. And then once I start digging and asking some questions, people are kind of surprised at how much fear they do have. And so fear can get passed down to us from the economic situation that we grew up in as children and throughout our life. It can also come from habits and lifestyle that we live in adulthood. And fear can look like different types of things. It can look like You're afraid to check your bank account. You're afraid to look at how you're spending your money. You're afraid to set any type of goals for yourself because they feel like they're never going to happen. So fear can also look like afraid that you're going to lose your paycheck or that you are never going to have enough. So that scarcity mindset is all fear-based. So fear and scarcity can affect people across all different demographics. It So fear and scarcity is an equal opportunity destroyer. So just because you make a certain amount of money or reach a certain economic level in your life does not mean that you're immune from having financial fear. And I've seen that firsthand. And that's, I think, the part that really surprises people the most is a lot of people can have the mindset or the thought process of, if I make this amount of money, then I wouldn't have fear. Or if I made X amount more, then then I wouldn't have any fear about... My fear would go away. And that's just not really the case. Fear stays with us and it can grow with us as well. So even the more money that you make, the more fear you can have about losing it or not being able to make as much money in the future. So fear, if it's not addressed, it stays with us. And that's why it's so important to really address and have awareness around what your fears are. Same thing with shame. It's having awareness as the first step and being able to recognize when your fear pops up. And then being able to work through financial fear can be a really difficult thing and it can be very overwhelming. And so that's where support can make all the difference. But people can even have fear of having too much money and not trusting themselves with it or how people will react if they start making real money and how family can start treating you differently and friends. And so money is a very emotional thing. And so fear can manifest in all sorts of different ways. So can shame. So those are just a few examples of how fear can set in and fear can look different for everybody. And I know just from personal experience, from what I have seen through working with clients, 
fear doesn't go away when you start making more money. It absolutely does not go away. You can still have hundreds of thousands of dollars in your bank account. And you would be surprised at how many people still have fear. And so that's why it's so important to address the emotional aspect because this is really the foundation of having a healthy relationship with your money is addressing the emotional side so that as you start to become more financially stable and abundant, your financial health is in order. And and that's how those two things play together. And so shame is like the cousin of fear And so we can carry a lot of financial shame and shame looks like it's what I call the shoulds. And so a lot of the shoulds, I should have more money saved for retirement. I should have bought my first house already. I should have this. I shouldn't have debt. All the shoulds that we do, that's all shame. And that's our mind telling us that's how the the shame builds. And so the shame tells us that we, the person, are innately bad with money. And that's what money shame looks like. Money shame is I am bad with money, which is different than money guilt. So guilt is I made a mistake with my money. I can fix this mistake. I can get myself out of this. Shame does not have that type of hope to it. It has I'm going to be like this forever. There's no way out. And that can be a really debilitating thing to live with and a really heavy thing to live with just like fear. So if you're living with some sort of financial fear and you're living with shame, that can affect your overall financial health. And these are the drivers of the things that affect how we spend our money and how we relate to it. And so I think that's why a lot of people have this negative feeling towards money is because there's so much fear around money and shame and a lot of scarcity. Or people can be on the other side where they're the opposite of scarcity where they spend and spend and spend without taking into account their future and saving. And so that's also that can also be a form of fear as well of, well, I don't know if I'm going to have this money or, you know, anything in a year from now. So I'm just going to spend all my money today. And that's also not the healthiest mindset either. And so you don't want to be all the way over on the scarcity side. And you don't want to be all the way over on the I'm just spending all my money today side either. There is a balance. So fear and shame can keep us stuck. We can get stuck in these financial cycles and feel like we're never going to be able to get out of them. And fear and shame are usually the heaviest drivers of those cycles. If we live with so much fear that we can't even look at our financial situation to even try to change it, then we're going to keep staying in those cycles. And so that could be a cycle of paying off debt of paying off a credit card and then getting back into debt or spending without knowing how much we're actually spending. So without tracking our spending and just continuing to spend and spend and spend. So these are all the things that affect our financial health. And when I start talking to people about tracking their money, a lot of people will say, 
oh yeah, I know how much I spend on X, Y, and Z. I know about how much my monthly fixed costs are. I know about how much this is. And this can be fear. Fear can drive a lot of people to not actually want to see how much they're spending. So once you see what you're actually spending, you might have to make some lifestyle changes and you might have to start making some sacrifices. And a lot of people aren't willing to do that. And so this is just something that they turn a blind eye to and they say, you know, I'm not going to look at this. I'm not going to track my spending. And this is how people can end up with an unhealthy, a more unhealthy financial situation. However, you can take the first steps to getting into a more healthy financial situation by one, regularly checking your bank accounts. So checking your bank accounts and your investment accounts and your credit cards, those are things that can be very anxiety producing for people. But those are the first steps especially if you notice that you have a lot of fear coming up around them, then once you notice that, then start to regularly check your bank accounts. And the more that you get into a routine of doing this, then the fear will start to dissipate and it just takes some time. I know for me, my bank sends me a daily summary of my accounts. And so every morning, I'm able to see a summary of each of my checking and savings accounts, and what were deposits and withdrawals and the account balance on each of my bank accounts. So I'm able to see that on a daily basis without me having to physically log into my banking app. Also get really comfortable checking your credit cards and seeing all the transactions because a lot of times, the thing that gets people the most are the little transactions like the 20 to $50 or under $100 transactions. Those are the ones that tend to add up. Most of the time when people when their spending is off, it's all of those little expenses. And so that can be the first step is just it's so important to start getting comfortable looking at your money. And this is how you start to have a healthier relationship with your money is you need to spend time with it. And you need to look at it. You just need to give it some time and attention, like any other form of health, physical health, mental health. So maybe for physical health, you go to the gym. Maybe for mental health, you meditate or you do yoga. Your financial health requires the same type of attention too. And being able to see where your money is going is the first step to having that healthy relationship with your money. And this is one of the most important things is seeing exactly how you're spending your money. So I use Rocket Money. It's an app that you can download on your phone that connects to your bank accounts and your credit cards and investment accounts and even has the property value for my home. And it will give you an overall net worth picture and it will take care of all of your transactions and importing them for you. So if you have multiple credit cards or multiple bank accounts, then you can connect to this app and it will tell you all of the transactions that came through across all of them and how you're spending your money. And this is also a really good practice of going in, I always say at least every couple days and seeing the transactions that came through your account and being able to make sure that they went in to the correct category so that you can get an accurate picture of how you're spending your money. I cannot say how important this is because whenever I talk to people about this and talk to them about tracking their spending, 
people are always so off the mark on how much they're spending. And people get really surprised when they see where their money's going and are always, there's always at least one or two categories that they're like, whoa, I'm spending $500 a month on this. I didn't even realize that. And it's like, yeah, because you didn't go and make a $500 purchase. You did all these little transactions that added up to $500. And that's why it's so important. If you want to start having a healthier relationship with your money, seeing where your money's going and staying consistent with it. Consistency is key. So you can't log in and check your spending for one week or one month and then say, okay, like it's taken care of. This is something that requires attention and consistency. Like think about it as as like going to the gym. You can't go to the gym for one month and then be like, I'm good for the rest of the year now. Like that's not how it works. And so it's just thinking of your financial health in that same type of mindset and the same type of mentality. So once you start tracking your spending, checking on your bank accounts, it's also really important to think about goals that you have. And so goals are really important because they give your money direction. And so if you don't have any financial goals or anything that you're working towards, then your money is just kind of going all over the place and it's not being directed anywhere. So if you have goals that you want, and this can be small goals, short-term goals, they can be bigger goals, long-term goals, all of the above. I encourage people to have all of the above because the short-term and smaller goals, they're easier to get to and can give you some momentum. The more long-term goals, those are the more exciting goals that are going to take some work to get you there, which just takes you being able to stay consistent with your money in order to, to reach those goals. So when you have a goal, keep it in mind And then as you check your spending, so what I do is when I have something that I'm saving towards, every time I go to make a purchase, I ask myself, is this a want or is this a need? Is this going to take me closer or farther away from my goal? There are some times where I have to make the purchase because it's something that I need. There's other times where I can say, I don't need this and this, whatever, however much I'm going to spend on this could be money I could put towards my goal and I can get closer to my goal instead of getting farther away. And so when, especially if it's a goal that you're really excited about and you really want to come to fruition, then that's how you'll start to think and relate to your money differently. And so goals are also super important because they can be exciting and it can be in the beginning, it can feel like, oh, this is never going to happen. And then once you actually start saving money towards your goals and you start to see that they become closer and closer, that's the momentum that you need in order to keep staying consistent with your financial health. I really encourage people to also find a money buddy. So somebody that you can talk to your money about with someone, somebody that you feel won't judge you and that can hold space for you as you start to think about your money differently. And as you start to uncover some fear and shame and also wins. So somebody that can be there to support you as you pay off a credit card or reach a milestone. And so I think that it's really important to just find people that you can talk openly about your money and your financial situation with. And not everybody's going to be able to hold that space for you. And that's okay. But if you're able to find one person and share some of your thoughts and feelings with them, then 
just have that one person be there. And you can be there for that person as well. But having support and being able to start having these conversations really does make a big difference. And that can also break down a lot of the fear and shame once you start talking to people about it. You'd also be surprised how many people experience the same things that you're feeling as well. And so a lot of the time we can think, I'm the only one feeling this way, or everybody else has their financial situation figured out. And then you start talking to people. And then you realize, oh, I'm not alone in this. And that's also one of the things that I want to do here at this podcast is start having those conversations so that people can realize that they're not alone because feeling like you're alone and everybody else has, you know, their whole financial picture figured out can add to the shame. And so I just encourage you to look for somebody that you feel safe having that open conversation with. These are just a few of the basic things to go ahead and start looking at for your financial health. And financial health is it's a journey and it's not linear. But these are just the first steps. And so again, just get really comfortable looking at your spending and your bank accounts, get really comfortable spending time with your money and give your money the time and attention that it needs. And then start thinking about some of the goals that you have. One of the thing about goals that I want to mention is I don't think our society now gives us the mindset to set financial goals and save for them. Now I've noticed that we have this instant gratification. If I want it, I need it now. I'll just put it on my credit card and pay down my debt instead of saving for something. And so when you have a goal, it can avoid that process because A lot of the time when we put things on our credit card, they stay on there. We can tell ourselves, oh, I'm going to put this on my credit card and pay it off in three months. And that rarely happens. And I'm going to do a whole nother episode on credit cards and debt. But this is just one way to avoid that cycle. And so if you have a goal, start saving towards something and putting money away. I have a separate bank account that I take money from my checking account and put into a savings account when I have goals that I'm saving for. And so anything that you can do that can help the process, just do that instead of the instant gratification and the planning a trip, maybe like a month or two months ahead and not properly saving for it. Really start to think and save for the things that you want. And a trip is just one idea because that's usually whenever I'm saving for a goal, that's usually the number one thing that I'm saving for is a trip of some sort. But it can be any type of goal. And so it's also just getting out of that mindset of, okay, I need this thing. I want this thing or I want to do this. And so I'm just going to make it happen now instead of taking the time to actually save and doing it in a financially conscious way. And so that's just one money mindset thing that you can do to start training yourself because mindset takes time and it takes effort and it takes training. And it's also breaking old habits that we might have had our entire life and things that we are not even aware of. And so just having awareness around your habits, your behaviors, things that you start to pick up on. So this is all just really starting to get in touch with your financial situation. 
and where you're at with with how you feel about your money and your goals that you have and your overall financial health. So these are just the first steps to go ahead and get you started and in the right direction to have a financially healthy life. I am always here to answer any questions. Support makes such a big difference. So if this is something that you need help with, always reach out. Thank you for joining me on this episode of The Money Diaries. I always encourage you to reach out to me with any comments, questions, or if you need support, or if there's any topics you would like covered on an episode of The Money Diaries, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Wall Street Girl Next Door. And I will see you on our next episode.